Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to yet another episode of Duckies and Dargons. As always, my name is Mayhem, and I'm going to try, try being the optimal word here, as always, on this clusterfuck of a podcast, uh, to try and be your DM this evening. So, before we get into tonight's session, just a quick little uh, announcement. There will be no recording being uploaded next week. Uh, my players have the week off because myself and Anon are at a uh, a family event next Thursday, which is when we do our recordings. And by the time we get home, I am probably going to be too drunk in order to DM and Anon is going to be too tired in order to play. So my players get the day off next Thursday. Uh, we will pick back up on, I don't even know what the fucking date is. It is the 3rd of August would be the next session that we have. Uh, so yeah, a little, uh, little week off, a little vacation, uh, a little pause in the IRL time, but not in the in-game time, because, you know, if only we could do that, huh? if only we could uh, pause time for, for weeks on end, you never know what the possibilities are. You know what, that'll be the, that'll be the Q&A at the, at, attached to this uh, episode. If you pause time in your campaign for a week, what are the consequences? So, recap. Uh, Disaster Trio accompanied Ilera to the uh, the headquarters of the Exultant Coin, the Bounty Hunters Guild in Vardor. Uh, had a conversation with the barman, who is the staff member responsible for tracking members. Uh, well, tracking members details. Uh, tracking active bounties, who's assigned to those bounties, and, well, just generally acting as a barman. Ilera also bumped into an old friend from the bounty, her bounty hunting days, the previous barman of the Valorondir, uh, Exultant Coin Guild, uh, Guild Hall, by the name of Bran. They had a lovely little catch-up and conversation about how long it's been since Ilera was back in the fold. As well as getting some, you know, finer details about their their hunt for Salathir. As well as learning that Ilara's not the only one with a bounty to chase right now. As a bounty for her head has been placed with a sum of 100,000 gold as the cash reward. Now, the bounty did stipulate that Ilara and her companions were to fall. But there was no additional coin tagged along for Anon, Zarus, and Meldir. They were just sort of the um, the added bonus, the cherry on the cake. Whereas Ilara was the the three tiers of Victoria sponge with raspberry jam and vanilla cream centering. Why not chocolate cake? Because you're too fruity Boy. to be chocolate cake. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Boy, someone's got a craving for sweets. <laughs> that was very specific. <laughs> hey, I like me some cake. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, so sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the exultant coin. Uh, we finished off last session with laying Canavarus to rest. Uh, the little uh, memorial service for him in the private gardens of the Sapphire Keep. Uh, that was. I'm gonna use the term interrupted because it kind of was, but it also kind of wasn't. It was taken over, shall we say, by four of the remaining members of the Concordia Draconica as they turned up, almost as though Elera demanded them to, 
Uh, they turned up to pay their respects to their, their fallen sibling uh, by making a rather swift appearance, which at the end, as everybody was disbanding, Anon clocked an individual that was keeping an eye on her. And Anon, typical ridiculously overpowered slip away behind the shadows and the divine gate at the same time rogue fashion decided to venture over to the the area that this individual was lurking in and was halted and heard three simple words i'm alive tiff so my wonderful players we're going to pick up in the immediate uh scenario anon you are still located over by this this tree. Uh, you do not see the individual that has spoken to you. You get the sense that they have dipped. They have evaded the situation. They have scattered to the wind. So, what are you doing? So, to be clear, this is immediately after I'm still alive, Tiff. Yes. Are we enemies? She's saying this in her head. No response. You're saying it in your head. Okay. Now, now she say, uh, she says it out loud, but very quietly. Make a perception check. Nine, so not really. You hear the response, but you, you're not you're not able to ascertain the direction that it's coming from. It's almost like somebody's throwing their voice. So it's like a three sixty surround sound uh, perception that you're getting. It's just a. I hope not. Fuck! 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 Um, Anna's kind of looking about wildly, trying to see if she can determine where the voice is coming from. Um, she's going to climb inside the tree. Okay. As this makes the most sense to her, I'm guessing he's not there. Nope. Bugger. Um, from my view in the tree, can I do another perception check? Of course, go ahead. Also tell me, did you leave the bedroom light on? Uh, I can't remember switching on, so probably. And that's another fucking nine. What the fuck? <laughs> you're, uh, you're having a rough time with your perception right now, aren't you? This is not good. Ooh, squirrel. You can see your friends, you can see the, the funeral pyre, you can see the... Uh, the, rem the remnants of the crowd, uh, by this point, the only people left are the Grand Seer and King Alfred. Okay, um, she's going to try again. Um, try again as in talking very quietly. 
we can't see each other, can we? Couple seconds go by. Couple more. Until about 30 seconds passes before just this lingering silence gives you the sense that you're speaking to the trees. Fuck. Fuck. Shitting fuck! <laughs> oh my. Um, Anna's going to stay there for, for the duration of the funeral. Okay. Back on... Um, she's not in a good place. And she's kind of wanting to kind of be alone, but not alone. Okay. And she doesn't, she's kind of stuck. She doesn't know what to do now. Okay. Back on ground level. Meldir, Alara, Zaris, what are the three of you doing? Um... I mean, apart from ourselves, how many people are left there? Like I said to Anon, there is King Alfred, there's the Grand Seer, and there's maybe four or five nobles that you don't really recognize. <clears throat> Just people that were invited due to varying station within society. Then here's what Alara's going to do then. So she's going to go to the spot where Caver's body was burning mm -hmm. from his uh, siblings, and she's going to go right over that spot. I... Is his body still burning, or has it been gone? The pyre is still lit, yeah. I mean, this is only about three or four minutes after Anon slipped away. So, the remaining people are going to see Alera walk up about a meter away from the pyre. And Alera is going to kneel. She's not going to say anything, but in her head, she is going to say... <clears throat> I'm sorry, my friend. I... I let this happen to you. If my queen speaks true, I will be speaking to you soon. But... I'm... I'm sorry, my friend. Bear in mind, she's saying this all in her head, she's not speaking out loud. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing Lara's going to do is she's going to contact the Raven Queen, but she's not going to go for conversation. So she's going to, like, in her head, speak to the, the send a message to the Queen, but I still want need to make a religion roll. If I'm uh... not wanting a response. Because it's more like a warning than an actual... No, if you're... Contact. No, I'll... I'll let you <laughs> forego the roll and say that you're just reaching out. So all Alera is going to do <clears throat> You say to the Raven Queen <clears throat> You knew this was going to happen, so Until my fight with the Nomad Do not contact me Do not reach out Stay back I'm going full out, and just don't reach out until the Nomad or after the Nomad. Because this isn't going to be a error you know. Watch over, but don't... Don't get involved. And 
after she, she, she sort of drops the connection there. And then she's just going to stand up and walk into the crowd. Okay. And that, that's, that's really just her. Just because Alera right now, and probably for a while, is not going to see a damned thing. Because she's focusing on the fact that there's four hunters after her. She, 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 she knows that Marcus is one of the fucking higher ones up after her. And, you know, it's mainly just they're going for her head, not her friends. So she's trying to... She knows first she's going to have to go back to her old self in order to be somewhat effective and then find out who the fuck put the bounty out. So, yeah, so Alara's just not speaking. Okay. So, as you venture away from the crowd, away from the pyre, away from your friends, there is a voice inside your head. The voice that you heard earlier today. It's the barman from the Exultant Coin. The main headquarters. It's Aragon. I have information. Choose whether or not to reply. It's entirely up to you. I have a lead on your hunt. A disbanded hunter by the name of Matar Glon. Word says that Matar is hiding out in the agricultural district, taking some poor family hostage seeking sanctuary until he can get his ass out of town but with this barrier hovering over the city that's not going to happen anytime soon the coin believes he knows who this quarry of yours is being protected by more specifically the coin has reason to believe that he has locations he knows identities and he knows weaknesses might be a good place to start any tunnels leading to the location? Not by way of tunnels. Agricultural districts, more fields, crofts, and miniature farmholds. Best place is to probably scout out the location, try and get in, sneak up on them, and do what you do best. Permission for executions? Rules. I'll work on it. I'll mark it down as a sanctioned hit. There'll be no financial reward. I'll consider the for any and all information you you learn from this to be your payment. Does the way of death matter to the coin? Mm, Glon's more of a disbanded member, kicked out, so you could consider his head up for grabs. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's mandatory that he loses his life, but understand that this fight's pretty important to you. Exercise your own precautions. On it. Check back in once it's done. Noted. Meldir. Yes, I'm What's going on with you? Well, other than traffic, um, Maldir is after the whole thing with the pyre and whatnot, and watching the uh, four remaining members of the Draconica. He has been stood by 
Legardo's side the entire time. He's going to look over at his dragon companion and he's going to say, I appreciate you coming out here, old girl. But it looks like your services were not really needed. So, if need be, you can just go ahead and head on home. And I'll call you when I need you. You watch as... And remind me of the name again. Grand Legardo. But you I call her Legardo. Yeah. I'm just going to shorten it to that. Yeah. You watch as... Legardo stands to her full height and edges as close to the pyre as she can without getting intrusively close. Where she sits back down on her hind legs. But you watch as her wings begin to envelop the pyre. Almost like a, a symbolic gesture of protection. And in your head, you hear her saying that she will stand guard until the flames die as a sign of respect and a gesture of goodwill to assist in the developing trust between you and the people that run these lands. Well, old girl, that's very kind of you. I'm surprised you would even go that far, but I understand. Just be careful. And you... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You started first. Oh, um... Am I to understand that Alfred and the Grand Seer are still there? Yes. Okay. So Meldir wants to move over to where they're standing. Okay. And he wants to look at Alfred and say, Young King, I understand that your knowledge of me is... Most likely at the behest of my request towards your grandfather. So any and all questions you might have or inquiries, you may feel free to ask me now or we can wait till a later time. I think any and all questions for now, my lord, are best summed up with... If you and your people can truly be of help, if you and your people can truly be relied upon to assist us in this fight, then consider you and your people to be under the monarchy's protection. I will not ask you to abide by our laws. I will not ask you to swear an oath of allegiance or fealty. I will not ask you to pick up a banner I will merely ask that if the time comes and the soldiers of Blackreach are called upon that they stand side by side 
with the military and help us fight. Alfred, the oaths I took a hundred years ago still stand. I don't have to ask to declare any oaths whatsoever because my oath is still active as it was with your grandfather. And I hold to that regardless. So, no, as far as oaths go, I don't need to try to proclaim any because my oath is still standing from ages long ago. So, you can rest assured that regardless of what happens, Blackreach and the people of the Frostglades will still be behind you. He gives you a, a brief smile before excusing himself and making his way back into the Sapphire Keep. Zarian Stallion. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still shoveling food into your face, then that's understandable. We can come back to you at another time. But <laughs> uh, if you are free to speak, what is Zarus doing at this point in time? Alrighty then, I think he's still eating. So, well, he better have saved enough for the rest of us because if he didn't, then that's just plain rude. <laughs> so, uh, we'll let Zarus tack on anything that we, anything that he wants to do uh, when he is fully up and running, operational. Uh, but for now, we're gonna go back to Lara. And see what she's doing. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. As Alara, trouble. As Alara looks at the pyre, it explodes. No, I'm just <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what can I really say about what Alara's doing right now? Because she's done sort of measures to the Queen. She sort of said a half ass goodbye to Canaveras for now until the Queen promises to do what she's suggested. Um, Alara's in her, in her... Should I really say Alara or should I just say Disembarrler right now? That's what I'm trying to work. Hey, it's entirely up to you. <laughs> it's your fucking character. Oh, I know, I know, but I just... <laughs> you can call Somebody her fucking... come get her. She's about to stab us all. You can call her fucking Sally for all I care. <laughs> My name is Sue. How do you do? Now you gonna, gonna die. die. <laughs> Okay, so we're still we're still not left the gravesite yet. Well, you and, have. Um, okay, okay. Can I get the others to roll a perception see if they would have noticed me leaving? As in the others in the group. Sure. Perception. My goodness. Why? Why? <laughs> <sighs> I Ooh, think my, um... <laughs> oh, I love, I love this game. I love this game. I really do. It's fucking gorgeous. Because going by all your characters, you know that there's a big bounty on Alara's head. So you would have seen her leave the gravesite. Well, I don't definitely did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So I don't know how you'd react on that one, but Elera is just walking. Will yep. my passive of 23 work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that, yeah. Okay. Right, bitch, I'm following you, and you do not know I'm there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Okay, this could be... This could be fun. <laughs> I'm in the shadows, and I got my nuggies. <laughs> I am the darkness, and I am the night. Munch, munch, munch. Where are they? Alara, you hear a slight crunching from behind you. What the hell was that? Okay, so what, 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 Elera is doing just now is so she made she remembers about the that that coin, the Naga, uh, placed on Elera, and then Meldir saying it was a pin. So Elera's actually put that pin on her now, after Meldir explaining oh. that he sees everything through through what that pin sees. Uh, so she puts that on, and Elera is looking into dark alleys like okay. she is like she's looking she's looking like she's sort of looking left and right see if there's any really really dark alleys so do you want me to make a roll on that one uh yeah make an investigation check investigation check is Alara trying to throw bones or something I'm trying to throw something down a lot of wide alley way right? <laughs> uh you got my stash? <laughs> That's a 17, Mr. DM. So you ventured away from the palace. You're back in the, the northern slash northeastern sectors of the economic region of the city. And by this point, the sky is clouded. It's starting to rain. The weather has turned to fit the mood, essentially. It's dreary, it's cold, it's raining, it's miserable. There's a lot of people on the streets. People, I mean, gotta remember this is, at this point, it's still early to middle, middle of the afternoon. So it's about 2, 3 p.m. So as you're looking down these alleyways, what is it precisely that you're looking for? Oh, DM, I'm not looking for anything. You're just looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because what Elera wants to do something if she goes into the alley. Well, the first couple of alleyways you look down are definitely <laughs> empty. Okay. So it's safe to go into one of them without being... Well, I'm not wanting to roll if I'm being spotted. I'm just wanting to know if they're quiet enough for me to go in. Yeah. Okay. So Elaire's going to go into the alleyway and she's going to kneel and she's going to take out the, the items that she got in that box from uh, the exalted, yeah, exalted coin. So Elaire takes out a rusted short sword uh, in it she so she straps that to her belt and then she finds uh, a torture kit. Oh, ho, ho. So it could be anything from uh, chisels to the sickles to the pliers, you name it, torture kit she's got. And she also, because that, that torture kit comes in, I don't know if you'd allow me to have this one mayhem, but we'd come in a sort of like a small box. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So she'd also, she's also going to put that on her belt, the other side. Not her belt, sorry, she's going to put that in her blackened coat now, because she's got sort of black outfit, so... Mm -hmm. she, she sort of hides that in the sort of pockets. Nah. I'd say the inner left pocket, she puts uh, all the torture kit stuff in. And then a couple of the, ex the spare excess tools in the, the right side. And then she takes out, now you check my notes on this exact bit here, so there's also three vials. Uh, I would say, would you say about small or medium-sized vials, Mayhem? Uh, vials are about... three inches in length? Inches in length. Hold okay. about, I'd say they hold about... 20 mil. Perfect, perfect. So she's just sort of pops the. Uh, uh, sorry, um, not unscrews. No, no, yeah, fuck it. Unscrews one of the vials and just sniffs to make sure it is the chemical that she was expecting, if it was still potent enough. I mean, is this your. <laughs> is this your poisons or. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> oh, you're leaving <laughs> out details. <laughs> I was trying to keep all oh, you look guys. Oh, it's just a liquid. I was trying to keep some element of surprise. <laughs> but yes, it's poison. It is poison. She's smelling the poison. See, if it's, it's, it's still got its potent smell. So she's happy with that, and she's putting that in her, her inside pocket again. So three vials there. There's some other bits and bobs, but she closes the box. The box away. She then uh, takes out the short sword, the rusted one. And she is just, best way I could possibly describe this is the fourth God of War when Kratos uh, takes out the Blaze of Chaos. And Alaris, like what Kratos does when he takes uh, the Blaze of Chaos out of the box is Alara is just doing similar short sword and just rubbing her palms across the blade. Across the blade and she, uh... <laughs> Draws her own, oh, I'll not say where, but she draws her own blood on this rusted blade. Oh. And just... Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> so she's just smearing the blood there. And then... She's the short sword, wraps up her hand. And now... She's on the hunt. She's... In her mind, she's thinking that she wants to go to some of the really sort of not poor but not well off pubs and go on the hunt for four individuals Solomon Ray uh, Matthias Crusses Cersei Marcy wants to go on the hunt for them as well as the uh, lead that's just come from the current bartender right but she is just like if yeah I would say it wouldn't look like what Alara would normally do Anyone that would notice her would think, what the fuck is she doing? The fuck? So, she's just been sort of... Being mysterious, but trying not to hide it, if you catch her drift. Okay. Everyone's very excited about the poison. Ooh. <laughs> 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 yes, so we can do some damage with this. Anon, I think you're my poison. Anon, you cannot use it for, as a sauce for your chicken nuggies. No. <laughs> Essentially, 
But but it's sauce. It's really not. <laughs> Forbidden sauce. Okay, I'll word that whole experience in another way. The first John Wick when he's getting his guns out. Yep. Like when he's going downstairs, he's got that sledgehammer and he's just banging the rock. Like that sort of tension. Yeah. Is the best way I can describe what Alara is doing. Because she's tried to hide that disembarrer side for so long, she accepted it after the trial, but she wasn't thinking she would go like full fucked up. So she right now is just. I've got to kill all these fuckers. Got to kill every single one of them. And so then in get her mind, to Salathir. she's basically like, "You killed my dog. You killed my dragon friend. Yeah, <laughs> you killed my you killed my dragon. You killed my dragon." So yeah, Elera's on the. Just wants to kill everyone. Yeah, um. So, but she's again. She's just not speaking out loud. Because then her true self will take over and she'll be upset and Alara needs to be focused right now. Mm-hmm. Until all the until all the four assassins and Salathir are dead, she needs to be focused. She cannot stray, she cannot bullshit, she cannot be like asking gods or deities for help. She, it, right now she feels like it's her that needs to do this. And she doesn't want her friends getting hurt by it. She doesn't want to drag her friends down with her. So Larry's just focusing on the fact of no, I'm gonna kill them all. Well, I can really say I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I am loving this. Are you really? Yes, and I don't. I was like having a rough time. She's like, yes, this is the shit I need right now. Let's kill something. <laughs> I am on board for this. I need stabby stab. You, be, be honest, you're just on board because Rob, has, Rob is going to shut up for a while. <laughs> no, Anon's on board because there's potentially she might get to kill something. Okay. Okay. That's all Alara said, then I'd probably say Alara would just be walking after all that. Like, not looking behind her, whatnot, just continues walking anywhere okay well here's the here's the big question mm-hmm. you've split the party <laughs> again Meldur noticed me leaving he didn't follow doesn't know where you went though actually yes i do the badge okay the okay what about sadness <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, he's a blue horse. <laughs> We've got the homing devices. We're fine. Yeah. And I gave us pretty stones. Hey, shiny little math rocks that go clickety clack. Okay, fuck it. Lyra's going home. <laughs> okay. Now Anon's disappointed. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, well, I don't yes. right, please everyone. Originally, I was going to be walking through the fucking alleys and the streets and whatnot, and then I'm worried about splitting the party. So I, I want to be in the streets, but I don't want to upset people by splitting the party because I don't want to take away from them. So. No, 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 we can use we can work the caveat that you've got these homing beacons and everybody knows where everybody is at you know pretty much <laughs> all times. 
So I'm okay to walk the streets. Well, down. okay, so let me be clear. I rolled a nat one on the, the perception check he earlier to find a lair. So what's actually going on is Zerus is trying to find reception to his fucking little uh, homing beacon device, and he's shaking it like a goddamn cell phone <laughs> and can't figure out how to work the stupid thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's just walking around in circles. Vardor, okay, have Vardor you tried doesn't putting have it on top of your head? If you try turning it on and off again, Zerus tries to put it on top of his head and then turn it on and off. Have you tried? It, <laughs> have, you, have you tried going for its extended warranty? <laughs> so essentially, looks at the back of the stone and sees that the warranty is expired. Fuck! <laughs> and also, did Zerus hear that Wizards is streaming on Witch? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ilera, as you are uh -huh. as you are trudging through the streets of Amdale. Mm -hmm. You're you encounter something that you haven't really seen too much of in the capital since you first arrived here with your friends. You encounter a herald. You watch oh. As you turn as you turn a corner onto this sort of open market plaza, there's a small I say small, but in like the grand scheme of how big these things can be. There's a small water fountain in the center of it. And standing on top of the, the circular border masonry, which all which only stands about two and a half feet tall, is this short, sort of stout looking dwarvish figure who is just shouting to a crowd of people. People of Amdale, people, people, war on the brink, we're on the verge of war, the monarchy is failing to protect you. Flee the city at the earliest convenience. Venorans in the city, everybody. The exiles have come. They walk the streets and they mean to take your children, they're going to take your food, and they're going to take our city. DM, I'm going to interject right now. Uh-huh. Rapier ignites and points at the Herald. Roll, oh, roll. that escalated quickly. Roll intimidation. <laughs> I swear if you roll on that 14. 14. He trails off after saying that and looks to you and almost instinctively goes to step back before almost losing his balance and falling into the water fountain and before he sort of catches himself looks and goes okay i didn't mean nothing by it i'm just i'm just stating facts here miss okay <clears throat> the rapier is still ignited is still ignited and still pointing at this individual and Alera is just staring at him. And the rapier gets closer and closer and closer. You watch as he starts stepping around the side of the, the stone, the, the, the little ledge that he's on. You miss, put the, put the weapon down, put the, put the weapon down. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a simple herald. I, I, I just, I just tell the news. That's all. That's all. Rapier extinguishes. <sighs> and she puts the rapier back in the sheath. 
You know, lady, it's not really a good thing for coming up and trying to attack a herald just for doing his job. How many people are around? Uh, hold on. I genuinely thought I was about to sneeze there. Sorry. Uh, there's a crowd of about 25, 30 people. Any cranes guard near? No. Okay. Okay. I need to do a strength check. Oh god. Pick the guy up. Oh no. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna try and roll an acrobatics check to see if he can dodge this. That's a sixteen. Okay. Roll a straight D twenty. <laughs> roll a straight fucking D twenty. Ten. Seven. Uh -oh. Okay, so I succeed to pick him up. Right. Yes. So, Alera is going to pick him up, put him against the wall, and her wings are going to go widespread. And she's just going to stare at this at this creature. I'm not holding him by the neck, I'm holding him by the sort of scruff of the neck. So I'm not trying to choke him, I'm just... staring. Alera is just staring at the young... You watch and he, he you can feel him shaking as you're holding him. And he's he's just repeatedly saying, Let me let me go, 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 let me go. From the height. So how high would you say Alara's probably holding them up? Uh Okay, so how you said what was the creature again, sorry? He's a dwarf. Dwarf. How 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 tall is the dwarf? I mean the dwarf itself, he's only about two feet tall. Okay. So, so a you're of feet. you're holding okay. you're holding him with your arms level with your shoulder. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm so that's like what? Elera drops him. <laughs> okay, he falls 2 feet. <laughs> and her wings are still widespread looking at this individual. He's going to take off running. No, 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 no. Uh, sorry. As as she's doing that, she's just going to to say very weirdly Watch your tongue. Could get you killed. Could make you suffer. Dilly know it. I. And he just fucking runs. And, and, uh, the, and the wings go back inside. Batman. Batman. That's not what I'm going for. I, because I can't really properly explain what exactly I'm going for this one. Because I want to keep somewhat mystery to you. I'm Batman. <laughs> so, that fucking geez. hurt. Holy shit, that hurt. <laughs> so after that, Elera is oh. just gonna continue walking the streets. Oh my god, that hurt. No, you did it, not me. I'm just laughing at the GIF and on post. What <laughs> fucking GIF? Anon, what are you doing? Anon, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my god! Hanon <laughs> is Batman! <laughs> I forgot you were watching all that for a split second. <laughs> that's, that, yeah, that's, that's fucking creepy. Babe, it's fucking creepy. I love it. I'm here, I'm here for this. That was great. I'm trying to have this. I'm trying to have a semi-serious moment here, and I don't know. It's just here being a fucking serial killer. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'll continue. 
She's like standing there like it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> Blood is the only lubricant you need. <laughs> anyway, so Larry keeps on walking through the streets. <laughs> you're, and, sl um, you're sleeping outside tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So Lyra's wings retract back into her, and then she's just continuing to walk. Give me still a, in that. Give me a direction. Got no uh, where you're going. The location of the farm. So you're heading towards the, the agricultural district. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're heading west. Okay. So I'll Bro, say that really? it takes you. If I can. Did I put a picture? of it i believe i did i hope i did i think i did the map of the capital yeah uh, i didn't i don't know if you put it in pinned i didn't it's oh. not in, it's not in resources ah fuck okay that's annoying I I did. and no no i'm just no i didn't that's fucking annoying graphical resources maps uh world <laughs> Ambil. Yeah, that's going to take you about an hour and a half to get across the city. That's fine, Anon. I hope you can be hidden for that long. Parkour! Jesus Christ. <laughs> I my juicer. Jesus Christ. I quit. Uh, you, know what's funny? you know what's funny, Tony? I, I quit. You know what's funny, Tony? What? She, do that? she doesn't know that insider joke, by the way. I know she doesn't know the inside joke. That's why I quit. <laughs> How you feeling, Tony? <laughs> I feel <laughs> empty inside. Anon, are you getting that? Are you getting that from the office? Yeah. Yeah. That, I knew it. I knew, I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> okay. So, Alara, you and Anon. Unless Meldir and Zaris are trying to catch up, I have no idea. Oh, Lara's uh, not looking Meldir, behind him uh, I would say Meldir is probably trying to keep up. Okay. And Zaris is just standing there with a little stone on his head trying to get signal. Perfect. Zaris, <laughs> give me some fucking signal. God damn it. <laughs> He suddenly finds himself in a dark alley with three dwarves saying, We're the lollipop guild, lollipop guild. What the Follow the yellow brick road. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Cyrus takes off his trousers. There's no place uh -oh. like home. There's no, There's place, no like home. place like home. Well, one thing's for sure. This cannot turn into the Wizard of Oz because artificers don't exist in Vardor. <laughs> so the Tin Man ain't happening. <laughs> right, let's get back and track them before I derail anything, so... Because we've only got like a couple of days to get these guys down before the barrier goes down. So. Yes, you do. Oh. So, as you... Uh, we'll just say for the sake of experience, since you guys are probably going to say that this is what you're doing anyway. Meldir, Zaris, you catch up with uh, Anon and Alara. But you do so on the... the Sort of like the, the outskirts on the western side of the economic district. Um, as you guys push out of this sector of the city and into the agricultural uh, side, you notice that 
it's black and white. It's a clear cut division in architectural type. You literally see a stoppage of buildings and this transition into open fields, small crofts, large plantation fields, uh, small farmholds. Like we're not talking acres and acres and acres of farmland here. We're just talking about taking a standard farm and shrinking it down so that you can replicate it tens or hundreds of times within the space of the western side of Amdale to produce the crops and other raw materials that can be produced here for, you know, the sake of the people. And the cobblestone roads come to a halt and you turn onto dirt tracks. Uh, Elara, go ahead and make me a... Gonna, I, I'll leave it up to you as to whether or not it's perception or investigation. Since Alara is the one that is leading the current situation. I just realized my mic was muted there. No, I was saying, um, can I just add that for RP persons that Alara wouldn't be paying attention if the group have tried to go near her or not? Yeah, of course. She wouldn't be paying attention at all because she's just in that mindset mode. So I will do... Investigation or perception, you said, yeah? Yeah. I will do perception. And that is a 12. With a 12, nothing seems out of the ordinary. There's a couple of people tending to small sort of like vegetable plots on their own little allotments of land and the more you look at it the more you're seeing that the the layout here in the city is almost universal you've got a farmhouse you've got maybe a couple of silos you've got the predominant portion of the land that the houses are on is dedicated to growing crops and in this particular portion of the city there's no livestock it's all fruits vegetables plant life so it's relatively quiet there's a couple of people out tending to their crops fertilizing uh letting the the rain naturally water the crops that are needing it at the moment and just getting on with daily daily life okay uh, is there a sort of hub building? Doesn't appear to be. Is there a group of people uh, sitting down, having having a break, or that kind of thing, like resting? Um, uh, sure. About 120 feet off your right, there's this middle-aged couple that are sat on a collection of uh, tree stumps that are sort of acting like makeshift uh, chairs, sort of sipping at little metal cups of what you can assume to be coffee, but yeah. Then I go up to them right now. Okay. And Elera, without even saying hello, how are you, anything like that, Elera is just going to say... Right here. 
matter glon. You look as this sort of silvery white furred tabaxi female looks up to you and says, I'm sorry, dear. Rapier comes out. She holds the rapier by her side, ignites it. I said, Matter Glon. Where is he? I'm sorry, dear. I don't know of anyone by that name. She looks to the, the husband. Hey, just put that blade away there, miss. There's no need for that. She doesn't put the blade away. She's just staring at the husband. Mantis, are you in some sort of emotional distress today? Because I think you're, I think you're coming off a little, you're coming off a little hostile here. I don't think it's tick, talk, tick, talk, tick, talk. Where is he? Miss, my wife already told you, we don't know anybody that goes by this Galan name. Alera is going to then lift up the ignited rapier and point it directly at the wife's face. I suggest you speak up. At this point, you watch as the male, this sort of ash gray furred tabaxi stands up and immediately with his hands up just looks at you and goes whoa 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 whoa, whoa there miss no like, come on now there's no not sure glon where the fuck is he um how, how can i can i do an insight check on them to see if sure. they're telling the truth sure also i don't know how far behind my friends are but um... uh, 19 i don't know this guy is scared shitless and he is telling the truth Okay. I don't know how far behind you guys are. Because uh, as far as I knows, right, you literally, don't... I was right behind you. <laughs> and Alara didn't notice you then. <laughs> no. Nobody ever notices the rogue. Nope. It's fine. I put the rogue on steroids. This is all my fault. <laughs> so Alara and then the blade still pointing at the wife. Um. Is going to look at the husband. You. You. Find yourself facing Anon. She's put herself in between you and the couple. <clears throat> they are telling the truth. As Anon stares you down, Alara, you hear the, the husband say from behind her, I don't, I don't want to sound antagonistic here, miss, but like, I'm sorry, a name, a name's not enough to, to assist you. Like, if you were to... I suggest that you keep quiet for now, and I do not mean to be rude. You say that to Alara or the couple? The couple. Okay. Anon, as you look over your shoulder, saying this to the husband, you watch. Oh no, 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 I, I am, I'm, I'm not breaking eye contact with Alara. Uh, okay. 
So essentially, the Knighted Reaper is pointing at you then, I know. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. You may continue. They are telling the truth. And he is also right. A name is not always best to go on solely. Lead disbanded hunter. Currently taking over some places in this fucking village. Criminal. Real shady fuck. And at this point, Anon steps aside. Rapier's still ignited. No, but she's stepping aside and, and then she's beside you now, Alera. Facing okay. the couple. Okay, well the rapier is still ignited, pointing at the, the, the wife then. You watch as the husband steps in front of the wife and says, Name means nothing to us. But if you're looking for some... Some criminal, some bounty hunter? Maybe best to try the old Dreyas place. Couple fields over. Thank you for your cooperation. About a week ago... There was some commotion over there. Some drifter wandered over and the Dreyas has turned them away. Nobody's seen old man Dreyas in about four or five days. Mm. It's at this point that the wife lays a hand on the the husband's shoulder and it's just they start stepping back slowly your cooperation has been noted good day and then the rapier is going to extinguish and the rapier is going to go back in its sheath and the is making her way to the dreaming place not even acknowledging anon at the moment just walking straight there um, and on to, to the couple. Thank you so much. And I apologize for her behavior. Mm. And then leaves to follow Alera. Okay. Alera, as you leave this little farmstead and push further into the agricultural sector. Make me a perception check. Uh, actually, you know what? No. Combine perception and investigation. To be honest, that's still the same modifier regardless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lump them together. Uh, am I rolling through there? No, uh, I, last one I'm seeing from you is a six and a six and yeah. Oh, wait, I'll go, go for the first one then, because that was a roll I didn't realise I was scrolled up there a little bit, so it was the, the eight was the roll I got there. Did you add your... That was mod with the modifier of the plus two. Six plus the two. So your perception is a plus two. Hmm. But did you add you your... Sa you said my investigation is a straight zero. It shouldn't, Unless... be, it shouldn't be. So it should be the three then. Okay, mm -hmm. I forgot that one. Okay then, but I'll just do a re-roll then if that's okay with you, DM. Yeah, so make it a plus five. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 25. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that works. Okay. okay. As you are mindlessly walking further and further in, like, a, you're not even caring about pathways or uh or side roads you are literally just as the as the crow flies walking in a straight line through people's land and after about five to ten minutes of mindless walking there's one plot of land that immediately sticks out whereas everybody else's plots of land you've seen people on them you've seen uh, people tending to crops, you've seen smoke rising from the chimneys, you know, there's evidence of life there. Um, you've seen a couple of instances of kids playing on the little dirt roads. You've seen animals, you've seen domestic animals, you've seen dogs, you've seen cats. Uh, you've even seen a couple of, uh, not, I wouldn't call them baby pigs, but certainly smaller than average uh pigs just roaming around there's this one plot of land where none of that is evident it's quiet it's it looks almost deliberately uninhabited it's as though it's been abandoned then i'll go to that building then that's there or we'll go to that abandoned bit then. Okay, give me a second. Going to switch you guys over to here. And I'm also going to switch music as well. I am immediately going back into stealth. <coughs> With a 21. Alrighty. So. I already know what I want to do. <laughs> as you guys all venture onto this plot of land, first thing that strikes you is the, the condition of the crops. Most of them are wilted. Some of them are completely dead. But there's a general unhealthiness to the vegetation here. The grass is less vibrant. Despite the fact that it's raining, there's obviously been... Like you guys have been in... You've been in the city for another couple of days. It's rained since you got back from the theocracy. But this looks as though there's been... Like, starvation of nutrition to the vegetation in this area. The building itself is this simple little farmhouse. But the curtains are drawn... And you can tell Alara with your with your Nat 20 on that combined roll that the front windows on the the south side of the house, as well as the curtains being drawn, you can get the faintest glimpse that it looks as though something is pressed up against them on the inside. Okay. Is there a door that I can see? Uh, yes, the door is on the right-hand side, the east face of the house. I mean, a door that I could just potentially, not going to do it, but a door I could potentially just walk through right now. Uh, like, there's any, a little, like any... There's a gate right where Anon's, to Anon's token is, 
and then the main door of the the farmhouse is on the the east side of the the building okay well so alara would now here's what i want to do as alara i want to go through the first door and then i want to kick the main door so i want to kick the door there and then do a bit of rp okay if you'd allow it go ahead and make me a strength check Mm-hmm. Do that for you just now. That's a 13. Okay. Before we get into the result of that, let's give Meldir and Zaris a little bit of time to... Sure. Uh, ...to explain what they're doing as they follow you to this location. Um, quick question, DM. Yes. Is that a door? Where? On the map, I've just drawn a circle. Uh, okay. I can hardly see the circle. Uh, it wasn't intended to be. I can understand that it looks like it, but it wasn't intended to be. Okay. All right, Zaris, Meldir, what are you guys up to? <laughs> I'll let Zaris go first on that one. Honestly, I don't really know. I think at this point, Meldir's kind of hanging back and just observing what Alaire's doing. Okay. Alara, with your, your 13 <clears throat> on your strength check, Mm-hmm. Your kick lands straight in the middle of these two doors. You feel an immense amount of heavy resistance on the far side. The doors the doors shift, but they remain closed. Another kick. Go ahead. 19. Stronger than the last one. You're aiming a little bit more dead center of the two doors just beneath the the door handles and you put your full weight into this kick and the doors don't open but you hear something crashing down on the inside kick again four (laughs) (laughs) you give it a little toe punt but the, the, the left hand uh, portion of the door does gently swing open. Okay, so am I able to walk through the door then? Yeah. Right, so as is going through the door, she is just going to shout. <clears throat> oh, shoot here. Housekeeping. Uh, <laughs> Housekeeping! Matargalon! Kicked out from the exalted coin. We wish to speak or your immediate execution. And then she's going to summon her Warhammer. Okay. <laughs> Alara smash. A Hulk smash. No, she's not had the, the Warhammer since uh, the crystals uh, were destroyed. So, yeah, so she she uh, summons her Warhammer and it's in, she's got it in both her hands right now. And she's just sort of continuously shouting, Matar Glon! Unless you want to have your head fucking as mincemeat, you'll fucking reveal yourself. 
silence rings out from inside the house. Okay. She puts her warhammer to her on her right hand. And the, the, the bulk of the warhammer is placed on the ground, so she's sort of resting that blade there. She'll take her left hand out, take her rapier out, ignite it, summon Henri to walk in front of her and go around the room. Okay. And I don't know if uh, that would cause a reaction of some sort. Make a perception check. I will do. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. I hate that. I hate that skit. I really do. Uh-huh. We all do. <laughs> With a perception of eleven, uh, <laughs> you're paying close attention to what you can hear and what you can see in this environment. A small handful of sounds ring into your ears. You can vaguely, and I mean vaguely, hear the sound of Anon breathing. You hear Henri, his hooves on the wooden floorboards as he patrols around the room. You hear your own heartbeat. But there's a ragged breathing, shallow, almost deliberately stifled, coming from somewhere inside this this farmhouse. So Alara would sort of mention the phrase of, You have information of Salathir. I do not get that information. I will make sure your body is nothing but a pool of fucking blood. Uh, I'd like to roll investigation, please. Sure. Also, for... 19, where is he? Alright, Alara, what were you about to say? Uh, out of session. Is this too brutal and aggressive? <laughs> no, I'm loving it. <laughs> then uh, we'll continue then. So I was just done that threat about, you know, you know about your link to annoying Salathir. Unless you give me information, I'll make sure you fucking are a puddle of blood. Uh, she's basically trying to provoke him to sort of stand up and reveal himself. Anon. Yes. With a investigation roll of a 19. Looking around where you are, and I'm going to say that you're... You're looking out... In a sort of like a 45 degree span. In like a cone. Surveying the floor. Sorry. You pinpoint this ragged breathing this shallow rapid breathing to somewhere in this vicinity i don't see it you don't see the ping no we didn't see the ping dude oh roll 20 don't screw me today do you see the circle i see no circle you gotta be fucking kidding me. 
Just alright, we know I'm standing at the door, so just move my token over where he is. Hold on, hold where on, this hold, on. From. hold on. Do you see now? I see it. Top left, yep. Yeah. <sighs> it turns out when you hit F five on roll twenty, it fixes their shit. Sorry about that. So it's somewhere in this vicinity. Right. I I am there. Mm -hmm. Like Anon, she kind of walks. She jumps on the table, and then she kind of goes down. And she is trying to see for any loose floorboards that she can pry up. Okay. I'll say with your nineteen, you are able to spot that there is a. 10 foot by 10 foot section of the floor where the the floorboards are elevated by about i'd say just under an inch okay then anon's gonna step to the side and she's gonna open it so she's not so when it opens it's not going to be facing her right right so in case there's, there's any traps so as you open it it's this right hand face that opens up the way so what are you doing like describe more of what you're doing as you as you are opening this what is essentially a hatch Okay, um, Anon, so kind of, as Alara is kind of shouting, I think Anon's kind of sneaking about. And then when she's found the trapdoor and she's found the kind of bit where it opens, she kind of turns to Alara and she goes, and then she must, I found it! So at that point, uh, Alara is going to slowly move and summon Henri to guard the door. And, and then she opens the hatch. Okay. So Alara would get to about here, and uh, so she's ignited rapier, left hand, warhammer, right hand, and she is just watching the hatch open. Okay. Tick, uh, talk. Anon, as you open the hatch to its full height, Alara and Anon, you both stand looking down as what is essentially the stairway to a cellar but standing, hands raised, in not surrender, but sort of an act of non-hostility. You see this disheveled, uh, this disheveled uh, human female in her late 40s, early 50s, long silvery gray hair that sort of tattered, a little bit tangled, uh, looks as though it hasn't been washed in days. Her clothes are scuffed, uh, they're threaded, they're bobbled, they're, they're a little worn, and she is standing there visibly shaking. Just... Matter Grom? No. Where is he? He... I don't... I don't know. I don't... He... He left days ago. 
Valera is going to go closer to this woman and grab her by the scruff of her neck. I'll make a strength check on that one, don't worry. Or a 20. She's too scared in order to try and stop you. But you grab her and by... And here's what's going to happen. As I've grabbed her, I'm going to throw her. Okay. Across the room. Okay. How far? You're... I'd say about maybe no more than about a couple of meters, to be honest. So... Because <laughs> she doesn't want to kill them. Right here? Yeah. Alright, so you, you throw her about ten feet. I said, where the fuck is Glon? You watch as she... In that brief moment of airtime that she has, she thumps onto the floor. <laughs> skids about two feet, landing on her side. And she rolls over, her hands and arms protecting her face and chest, sort of, like, obscuring her her line of sight to you. She says, he's gone, I swear, he's gone, he's, he's gone, I swear. Did you know he was working with a fucking Salathir? Did you know? No, he, 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 he attacked my husband and he, he used this place as... As a as, as a as a safe place, and he's he's gone now. I swear. Warhammer disappears. Reappears, extinguishes. Reappears by her side, and Alara is just staring at this woman. So you were the place he took over. Yeah. He has ties to a very, very dark entity. He needs to be taken in. You see as she struggles to set herself up. She doesn't try to get to a kneeling position. She doesn't go for a standing position. She's just stood. Well, she's, she's sat on her ass with her hands at her side, stabilizing herself. And she's constantly looking from you is it wait where's that okay i don't know what just happened mm -hmm. anon's token changed no it's still the same still the same icon my huh. end anyway still the same icon. that's that's that really fucking weird I haven't done anything no, to I know, my token. No, I know. I'm not saying you've done anything, but it's... Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Uh, she's, like I said, she's sat on her ass, hands stabilizing herself, and she is just constantly looking from you to Anon and back again. I, I swear... Tell us everything you know. I don't know. He, 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 he broke in... He broke in a week ago, and he... He, he, he threw... Both me and my husband into the cellar. He took our food. He and before we knew it, he 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 he'd gone. You're lying. You know more. Yeah, right. I do. I do know more. And you watch as this visage of the woman fades into this 
shimmering gray, silvery skin changeling. Hair even. Rapier ignites and Warhammer again. Okay. Uh, Anon's got her rapier out right, as well. Well. I'd like everybody to roll initiative. Alrighty. Ah, okay. Now the initial. Well, I say the initiative has been rolled. There's actually something else that happens. So, as Ilara and Anon, you watch as this female visage washes away, revealing this gaunt, sickly, toothless, Chelsea grin, smiling, silvery, pale gray skinned changeling with matted, oily, greasy, tatted hair. The room dims slightly, drops about 25% of the natural light, and you all watch as in various corners of the room and lurking in the shadows, you watch a series of, did they actually spawn or did they not? They fucking didn't. I. Swear to God, roll 20, you're killing my vibe. There we go. There we go. Okay. Um, so. Wh where am I? Where the hell? Uh, I don't where know. am I? Last time I checked, you were to the left of there. There you go. <laughs> okay. You're there. That's fine. So. One. Two, three. I'm actually going to shift this one down here just so that we can get the initiative in for it. So, Alara and Anon, you watch as these spectral figures begin to manifest themselves in the shaded portions of the the farmhouse. So, Anon, you're top of the initiative. Because uh, I can guarantee that these things are not going to be able to beat a 24 on the initiative. So, whilst you are describing what you're doing, I'm going to go ahead and roll for all of these uh, extra little fuckers. Okay, so with my rapier, I am going to attack the changeling lady. Uh, I'm going to swipe at her Chelsea grin and hold on the, the cat is trying to play D&D yes listeners my cat is uh, a very 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 successful instigator of chaos and uh, fucking around with the plans once they've been made, so... Uh, a 28 to hit. Nat 20 on the hit, there you go. Ouch. Okay, you gotta give me a minute to type all this shit out. Yeah, 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 yeah. fine, I'm sorting the initiative rollout. Or the initiative oh, order, damn, I should I'm say. outside the freaking residence, what the hell? But yeah. yeah, Zaris decided that y'all, both of y'all, were just gonna stay there. 
Uh, if I can make sure that that's right, that looks. Yeah, that looks right. I mean, when Anna was calculating her uh, damage roll, you could always do some RP with Zaris and Meldir. Yeah, Zaris and Meldir, what are you doing? No, no, you're, you're, yeah, you're just having a lovely little conversation at the gate. Because to this I'm totally not metagaming or anything. I totally will walk up to the door and say, <laughs> I've got your warranty here. <laughs> I got your warranty, motherfucker. <laughs> Where's the door at? The door is here. Damn, that's a long walk. It's not a long walk. You're on a fucking farmland, you asshole. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50 feet. Or in Meldir. I'm at the door. Or in Meldir's turn, uh, terms, that's like three rounds of initiative movement. I'm not that old. I'm surprised you don't have a walking stick at this point. I have a staff. <laughs> Okay, so. It's like, I love how Anon's just typed out an entire mathematical equation, equation for her damage. It hasn't worked. I need to do it again. This is why I'm such a great advocate for physical dice. <laughs> Roll 20 doesn't work with that logic, Anon. It's a simple, fickle creature. Just like our cat. Hang on, I thought he was a waiter at the King's Restaurant. He's a fucking idiot, that's what I'm doing. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> da Am I wrong, though? <laughs> so, for the listeners at home, the way that the initiative goes is we have Anon at the top, followed by two of the spectral figures, Meldir and then Zaris, another two of the spectral figures, Matt Argalon, one spectral figure, Eletta, and then the final two. And Anon has just gone downstairs in order to go and grab her dice. Because I think she's about to lose the will to live with roll you 20. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. So, listeners, we're going to wait for these calculations and whatnot to be done. Listeners, what are you thinking of Chapter 3 so far? They hate it. They absolutely hate it. It's a crash bomb. Yeah, it, you know, the, the third one's always when the franchise goes to die. So you sent me here to die, Mayhem. That's fine. <laughs> and you think it's my fault, do you? Hmm. Bastard. Yeah, I mean, you're you're the reason why Alera's the way she is now. It's your fault. Hey, you wrote her. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, I totally so didn't plan so for her to be like this. So I was subtly laughing at the exalted coin and in a giddy mood, but I had to be serious. So this, no, is, how totally the, no. this is how the bullshit's going to roll down the hill today. On your nose. 44 barrels of fuck all. <laughs> 44 barrels of glider fuel. For those of you who are less academically inclined, that means 44 barrels of fuck all. That's 27 damage. Oh, lovely! So my one-year-old has decided to try to blow her nose with a diaper. 
I'm hoping it's a clean one. <laughs> Please I tell me. I would hope it's a clean one too. <laughs> Please tell me it's a clean one. <laughs> Anon, describe your attack before we move on. Correction, it was a diaper wipe. I thought it was a diaper. Okay. I try and slice her face off, but don't quite get there. It's still hanging on by through a few tendons. <laughs> okay. Mm, delish. Lovely. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Yeah, I'm going into stealth. Okay. Throw it away. Well, expect the rest of the Vardorian conflict to go with Anon going into stealth every five seconds. Uh huh. I mean, she is a rogue. All right, up to the first shadow fi uh, spectral figure, which is the one that's lurking in the top right-hand corner of the uh, the farmhouse. It is going to use five, ten, fifteen, yeah, twenty feet of its movement. To close the gap in on the ladder and is going to make two claw attacks. Alara, that's an 18 and a 15 to hit. Sorry, I didn't realize I was muted there. Uh, the 18 hits. 18 hits. Okay, doke. But not the what the not fifteen the or sixteen is the other one. Yeah, no, not 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 the fifteen. now. That is twelve points of necrotic damage. Okay, okay. As you as you take the damage, Alara, the first like the main thing you notice is there was no impact. The claws of this creature phased through your your sternum and your your upper body and left this sickly rotting sensation in your lungs in your in your esophagus and across your skin moving on to the next one oh wait did i move the wrong, wrong token i did move the wrong token okay uh we're going to go down to the ones in the bottom left uh yeah, it's going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet towards the ladder. That's as far as it can go. Meldir, you're up with Zaris on deck. Yeehaw. So now. We're about to witness just how broken Meldir is. Okay, so you're going to witness Meldir. Try to figure out what the fuck's gonna do. <laughs> Just like everybody else. Sorry, the Mrs. is doing Diablo 4, helping mm -hmm. her figure it out. Oh shit, where did I put it? There it is. 
I'm going. I'm gonna cast Misty Step on myself. Bonus action. Okay. And I'm going to poof myself. Ratchia. Okay. And in this line. I'm going to use two charges. Oh, wait. Was that two or seven? Okay, seven. I'm going to use seven charges in my staff to cast lightning bolts in the direction of these two that are along the wall. Okay. So... They need to make a dexterity saving throw. That is a 15 and a nat 1. They both fail, so they take 43 lightning damage. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. What was that, Palpatine? <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't... Unlimited power. I don't remember giving you that, that stat there. You can tone it down a little bit there. Holy shit. No, Someone thank you. Someone shout on mail, dear, please. So, for like for those at home, Lightning Bolt is a third level spell, but he cast it at seventh. <laughs> yes, I did. Fuck me sideways. Okay. That is all thanks to the staff that Meldir owns called the Staff of the Magi. Uh-huh. It's also going to be called Staff of the Broken. No, don't break this staff because <laughs> it has bad repercussions when you break it. <laughs> Maybe we'll need to find out what they are. And I will never break it. <gasps> Alright, anything else? I'm going to activate my homebrew ring, Mayhem. I have a bad feeling about this. I am activating my ring of Mage Burst. Uh-huh. I shall read the description. Forged by the first masters of magic in a hidden forge on the celestial plains, this ring was lost during the last ethereal war. So much magical energy was smelted into the ring's middle form that the band literally overflows with magical power and energy. The wearer of the ring gains one additional spell attack per turn. The ring's magical effect lasts until used and recessed after a short long rest. This item's ability can be used on a bonus action. So... I am activating my Ring of Rage Burst. Yeah, English. Ring of Mage Burst. I'm burning one charge. It has three charges. And I'm going to cast... Fireball. No, because everyone's going to get hurt if I do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to use seven charges to cast Fireball on the two in the corner. Seven charges? Yeah, each uh, Lightning Bolt uses seven charges from the staff, and the Fireball uses seven charges as well. The staff has a total of 50 charges. God damn, okay. So that <laughs> is a... Those two need to make a dex save as well. 
which enemies are you casting on? Where, where's the center point? So the center point is here? Yes, sir. So 20... Twenty. Okay. So, the one on the right. Eighteen. Fails. And a fourteen fails. Yep. So they both fail and they take thirty-six fire damage. Okay. Don't. Anything else with your turn? That'll be it. Alrighty then, Blue Horn Tiefling, you're on now. So Zerus goes home because he's no longer needed. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you nice. stay right there, you blue matter, blooded demon. Ma matter of fact, he goes on a very long vacation where nice he can just try. allow Meldir just to handle everything. I'm pretty yeah. sure he uh -huh. can handle the Deceiver at this point. Uh -huh. Coward! 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 Uh, <laughs> I can smell a pussy. Uh, okay, Any more of a coward, so, you'll be French. In no. all seriousness, I will bonus action summon Coldor, and yes, I do have a token. Coldor. 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 Fucking hate that. <laughs> uh. So. Where are you posting um, that? Uh, to your DM. Oh my God. <laughs> Goldor! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna. Oh, you should see this fucking token. Holy shit. Goldor! Uh, I hate it. Genuinely hate it. Hold on. C O L D O R. That's, what, that's how I'm spelling it. You don't get a say in the matter. That's fine. <laughs> He doesn't have a high intelligence anyway, so it's I probably can't, the best. I, <laughs> no, no fucking shit, Sherlock. What size is he? Is he large? He's large. Like large. large. Okay. All right. Fuck me sideways. All right. Uh, objects and tokens. I can't do anything with them this turn because it requires my bonus action to control him. I have to use my bonus action to summon him. But he is a large creature. There you uh, go. There you go. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Jeez so, Louise. Yeah, that is my bonus action. It's like a I now have Quasimodo Popsicle. <laughs> uh, I am now going to use my action to go in and let's see god damn Tony <laughs> never trust tieflings they're all fucking necromancers oh yeah tell <laughs> me about it never trust a magic the gathering player who only plays blue uh, I am going to cast Fireball. No. He doesn't know Fireball. I don't. Oh. Let's do... I'm going to do just a cantrip for now. Okay. Uh, So I'm going to do Elder's Blast, and I will target the two at the end here. Alrighty. 
And because I'm level nine. Wow, what a coincidence. Oh, my. Oh, I know, right? I know, right? It's like everybody's level nine. Twenty-six on the first one. Fucking hell! All right. Uh, twenty-nine on the second one. Were either of those not twenties? No. Fuck off. Nope. <laughs> sure wasn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Both of them hit. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure though? No. The suddenly so, suddenly their AC goes up to forty-five. <laughs> so. Uh, so with the fact that I am level nine, my artifact levels up and it allows me to basically whenever I hit anything, ally or enemy with a spell attack that is warlock base, then I get to add my charisma modifier to the damage. And Elder's Blast is a warlock spell. Mm -hmm. So first one is... 12 points of damage. Okay. And 11. Duly noted. Okay. There's that. Uh... I am not going to use any of those features yet because I don't know what's actually going on. So for the meantime, I will say that that is my turn. Okay. And I will hold a reaction. Beautiful. Okay. So we're going to move on over to the shadowy figure that is standing behind this sickly looking changeling uh is going to make two claw attacks against anon uh that is a 16 and a... they have to find me first you're stood right next to it and then i went into stealth fuck i have to scroll all the way up to try and find your goddamn fucking stealth roll again <laughs> it's um <laughs> it's a 20 uh, somewhere up in the 30s <sighs> okay uh scrap that then because apparently i can't hit a fucking rogue uh i am the knight uh you know what he's gonna go after meldir instead so that is a dirty 20 and a 14. Dirty 20 hits, the 14 does not. Alrighty then. That is 12 points of necrotic damage. I have resistance, so I take 6. God damn it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, next one is the one that is directly... I suppose in your perspective in front of you, Meldir. Uh, yep. It's going to close the gap and make its two claw attacks. It's a 23 and a dirty 20. Yeah, they'll both hit. So that is 
can't do math all of a sudden. 22 points of necrotic damage. Half to 11. 11, okay. Alrighty then. Up is Galon. Ilara, you watch as this shriveled, disheveled looking changeling uh, appears in front of you and immediately darts forward, short sword in hand, and is going to make two attacks against you. First one is a 29. I think I'll hit. I think so. Might just clip you in no more. Wouldn't be uh, class a magical attack, would it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Second one is a 17. Yeah, knowingly that hits. They okay. Both hit. So, here's the great thing. I'm playing as something... Glon is played as something that I've never used before, so this is going to be real fucking fun. So, he's going to spend a superiority die. It's anybody listening who has played a fighter knows exactly what I'm about to do. He's going to use one of his maneuvers. Uh, he's going to use a disarming attack after the damage has been rolled. So the damage is 14 plus 14, so 28. 28 points of slashing damage there, Eleta. Mm -hmm. uh, at else? the end of which you need to make a DC 17 strength saving throw. Just now or when it's on my turn? Now. Now, okay. DC 17. Eh. 19! <laughs> there you go. Hilaria, you watch as Glon closes the distance in on you, slashes at your right thigh, and then uses the momentum to turn the blade into a backhand slice aiming for your wrist aiming to knock your rapier out of your uh out of your hand although the blade connects and slashes the the bottom of your forearm it doesn't do so with enough force to make you drop your weapon uh he is going to action surge and take his two attacks again so that'll be a 23 to hit on the first one. Mm-hmm. And a 17 again. Mm-hmm. So first load of damage is 15 and then 13. So 28 in total. Well, for both? Okay. Okay, doke. 28. Moving and on. And that's classed as a slash, was it? Yes, slashing damage. Cool, cool. Moving on to the shadow figure that is in the bottom right-hand corner of the uh, the farmhouse closest to the door. Uh, perception check. That is a twenty-two. Which is the best that it can roll. Still doesn't find Anon. Not 20. It still can't find her. Which is annoying. <laughs> uh, okay. Anon go bye-bye. So it is in the meantime going to just move closer to the door. Uh, Ilara, you're up next. 
Okay. So. See if you'll allow me to do this one, right? <clears throat> I'm gonna do two attacks with a Warhammer. One attack for the Shadow, one attack for Glom. But that's gonna be because I get my get my two fighter attacks there. So I'm gonna sort of do a. Well, I'll, I'll do the roll first if you'll let me do the mayhem. So hold on, just very quickly. You said you get mm -hmm. your two fighter attacks. Your yeah, two, so I'm doing the two. Your two melee attacks, which would be your warhammer, take up your entire action unless you action surge. So I don't be able to do two attacks of action surge. Okay, fair enough. So if you action surge after doing these two melee attacks, you can do another two melee attacks. But that's your only action surge. That, that that's fine. So I can still do I can still do my usual sort of melee attack just now. So I'll do my melee attack on the shadow and on Glon just now. So I'll do the rolls. Okay. Twelve and a three. Doubt they're gonna hit. Uh. So, well, which attack is going where? The first attack was going to the shadowy figure. Well, shadow figure the attack that that words. The swing towards the shadow lands. So the damage for the Warhammer then would be 11. Beautiful. I'll note that down. But unfortunately, the one towards Glon does miss. Then I'm going to action surge. Okay. And then I'm going to attack twice with the Warhammer on Glon. Okay. So let me just do that one. So first attack is a 13. Second attack is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 is the only one that hits. So then the damage there with the Warhammer would be da 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 And would you allow me to do a bonus action? Yeah, you can do a bonus action, yeah. Summon the shadow to go right behind Glom. Okay, I'll get the token for it. Where is the little con? Little con! Do I need to roll initiative for the shadow as well? No, you'll control on your bonus action, but I'll say that summoning it uh, this turn... It's a bonus action. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. So okay, I... and then... Is there anything else I can hold on to? Ba -ba -ba. Uh... No, I'll end turn. I'll end turn. Okay. Because I knew that's an opportunity attack, so... So, getting towards the bottom two of the initiative, we have the shadow figure that is over towards the bed space on the uh, the, uh, the farmhouse floor. It is going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, that's as far as it can go. Yeah, it's going to use its movement to uh, make its way across the, the floor. Uh, the final shadow in the initiative is the one that is up towards the uh, sort of like the basin sink area in the far left corner. And it is going to... Do I want to go after Lara or Meldir here? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, fuck it, we're going after Meldir. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet puts it there. So, top of the initiative order, Anon, you are back.
you're muted and on. I know. And you're outside. <laughs> I know. I was just moving. Uh, bless you. I'm going to swipe at this bitch again. Okay. Twenty-five. Twenty-five hits. Okay, now for damage. Yep. Your <laughs> dice rattling from here. <laughs> Listeners, whilst Anon is calculating her damage, we hope that you've enjoyed the uh, the campaign so far. If you're one of our newer listeners, then uh, maybe you are jumping into the Vardorian conflict at a point where you don't entirely understand exactly what's going on. Don't feel disinterested or off-put. There is close to 90 sessions of this campaign uh, published to Spotify, Good Pods, Anchor, so you've got plenty of content to go through. We've actually got one of our listeners who has been, uh, she only started listening recently and has just finished uh, read uh, reading. I say reading, listening. She's just made her way through the entirety of chapter one and has begun chapter two. So don't fret. This podcast ain't going anywhere. It's going to be here forever. You've got plenty of time to work through it. And Mayhem's paid a couple of million dollars to get the whole series animated. <laughs> May I wish. Damn. Yeah, if I won the lottery, I would fucking pay for this animated. Because I want to see animated, like, an episode two just cutting off a door's foot. Tell you what. <laughs> and then Zara's freezing him. <laughs> I'd get it done by Studio uh, Studio Ghibli. Why not, um... Bro, bro, don't even play like that, man. Like... I get would, A1 Productions I would, to do this special I would kill. I would kill for that to happen. <laughs> anyway, Anon, uh, you said 26 damage, yeah? Yep, and then I've got... You're going back into stealth. Okay. Okay. I'm going back into stealth after I've hit this bitch. Uh-huh. Is she dead yet? He is not dead yet, no. No. Fucker. So, with Anon finished her turn, uh, that is going to be... The first of the specters, so that is going to close the gap on a ladder and make two claw attacks. That's definitely not going to hit. That might hit 16. Are you going for the shadow or are you going for a ladder? Going for you. Goes for me. So does a 16 hit? Yeah, let's just head goes for me. Alright, okay. That is nine points of necrotic damage. Fucking hell, alright. Go easy, DM. <laughs> Listen, y'all wanted tougher combat. I'm giving it to you. Okay, so next one uh, is the one that is 
directly to your left a ladder or behind you depending on which way you're looking at it it is going to hold the line so that you can't retreat uh meaning that lord meldir traveris nanny would you like to fuck up my combat encounter oh absolutely well the floor is yours good sir Alrighty, so Meldir's gonna move to about right here. Well, that's gonna invoke an opportunity attack. Does not hit. <laughs> Just categorically. Anyways, as I was saying. Um. These are specters, is that what you said? Shadow, Spectre, Phantasmal, along those lines. Based on my knowledge in 8, do I know if they can fly or anything like that? Um. No. They can't fly. Okay. Based on that, I'm going to cast. And you might remember this. I'm going to cast Pass Wall. Huh? Under this one. I don't remember that one. Allow me to reread it. A passage appears at a point of your choice that you can see on a wooden plaster or stone surface, such as a wall, ceiling, or floor, within range and lasts for the duration. It lasts for one hour. You choose the opening's dimensions up to 5 feet wide, 8 feet tall, and 20 feet deep. The passage creates no instability in the structure surrounding it. When the opening disappears, any creature or object still in the passage created by the spell are safely ejected to an unoccupied space nearest to the surface on which you cast a spell. If you remember from what I did with Fogfang, I'm creating a pitfall <laughs> underneath that specter. Okay, so is there a saving throw? No, it just happens. Okay. So they at the beginning of their next turn it's just they're they're falling. They fall it's 20 feet deep so they're going to fall 20 feet but it lasts for an hour. Okay. Okay. Anything else? And I'm going to burn another charge in Ring of Mage Burst. And I'm going to cast another let me go back into my spells. Cast another lightning bolt along this line. Okay. So they need to make a dex saving throw. Would you hit the next? Would you hit the, the one at the bottom since it's down 20 feet? I don't think so. I I don't think the width is actually more than the five foot box. Okay, so it's it's just that it's just the. Wait, yeah, I'm reading one. it now. It's, yeah, it's just a five foot wide blast. All right, so it's just the far one that needs to make this, uh, the saving throw, right? It's uh, this one. Oh, hang on. It's this one and this one. Well, this one's fallen twenty feet down. No, this is this one right here is the one I cast the pass wall under. This one right here. Right, okay. Okay. So I will 
put that there then. Okay, so saving throws is a dirty 20 plus a 12. Okay, dirty 20 saves, 12 does not. Okay, so is it half damage on a save or it just evades uh, altogether? A creature takes a, da, 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 or half as much damage on a successful one. All okay, right. so Go whatever ahead. I roll the save will get half. Forty-two damage. Oh, they're both dying. Yeah, half of forty-two is twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah, they're both dying. Are they at zero? Yeah. Then I get because oh, no. if you remember, I Every have Dark One's blessing. Everybody need the fucking warlock that heals themselves every time they kill something. I get 28 temporary HP. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking dick. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Is that the rest and, of your turn? And, yeah. That is the rest of my turn. All I'm right. Sit there that one phantom is stuck in a 20-foot deep hole. Hey, Coldor, you're up next, bud. All right. Speaking of Coldor... Bonus action is going to move. Why can I not move the token? You you are moving the token. It it's the fuck. He is now stepping on one of the phantoms. <laughs> Stomp. Cold door smash. Yeah, I've got a problem. Don't we all? Hold on. Roll20 is being a dick at the moment. Yeah, Roll20 is being a dick for me as well. Roll20, like, I, I, like fucking I, fix your shit. Yeah, like, I couldn't, I can't. There it goes. Okay, now I can move my tokens. Like, it it would let me hover over it, but it wouldn't let me move it. And then the whole thing froze. Um, But we got it fixed. Okay. So Coldor is going to move there in between the two shadows. He is going to do his multi-attack and slam twice. One for each of the different shadows. Okay. And I need to roll to see if I hit. Uh, a 21 on the first one. Hits. Uh, a dirty 20 on the second one. Hits. The oh, wrong dice. Sixteen cold damage on the first hit, Beautiful. and they need to make a strength check. Both of them. Yes, uh, yes, both of them will need to make a strength check. I'm rolling damage at the moment. So that's 15 for the first one and fails. 17 for the second one. Second one passes. So first one fails, second one... Uh, first one fails, second one passes. Okay. So we'll say that the one on the left is the one that failed. 18 damage for the second one. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so now the the creature, if it is medium or smaller, is now grappled. However, if the creature is grappled, I have a special ability that it's called Preserve Creature. The Ice Golem preserves a medium or small creature when they are grappled by it. The preserved creature cannot breathe and is restrained as it starts to freeze over. The restrained creature must make a constitution saving throw at the end of its next turn. On a failure, it will take 4d8 cold damage, becomes petrified in ice in the golem's ice cavity and has total cover from attacks and other effects outside of the golem. If this damage reduces the creature's HP to zero, the creature automatically becomes stable. A petrified creature removed from the golem's ice cavity thaws out, ending the petrification. In 1d4 rounds or immediately after taking fire damage. On a success, the creature takes half the damage and is ejected from the golem, landing prone in an unoccupied space within five feet away from the golem. If the golem moves, the preserved creature moves with it. The golem can on have only one creature preserved in its cavity at a time. The golem can't use preserved creature if its ice cavity is frozen solid. Uh, yeah, that's it on that. So at the start of the failed creature's turn, it will have to make a con save to see if it will take uh, full damage or half damage and be petrified okay so that's nine uh, or the start of its next turn it's at the 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 start of its its turn uh but that was my bonus action for cold door okay and i've got the hiccups okay so i'm going to move around cold door so be right there I think that was right yeah yep that's right okay uh I am going to now cast where's it at that's right. If you cause me harm again Zaris, I'm gonna kill you no I can't <laughs> I, ph I physically can't do that now uh, I am going to cast Ice Wave. Okay. And so, let's see. I can find how far it goes out. Yes. So the so these three here. So Anon, the whatever that thing is, and then Alara Shadow will get hit by it. However, I have special abilities now that has to do with my Ice Queen. If an ally is hit, they are no longer under the ramifications of uh, difficult terrain, and they no longer take damage from me if I hit them with ice magic. Instead, they will heal for the amount that was given, even if it is half. However, if they are at full HP already, they will take half of the damage dealt and turn it into temporary HP 
for one minute. I wish Alara was standing in her shadows place now. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Anon will not have to roll. The shadow will not have to roll. Uh, the the thing in the middle, that's an enemy, does have to roll to see if uh, they have to roll a dexterity saving throw. Um, and then go from there. 18. Uh, I think that just passes. Yeah, 18 just saves. Okay, so basically you're going to take half damage and you're not going to be like in difficult terrain. Okay. Uh, Anon, you're going to get full and the shadow will get full. All right, so two points of damage to this thing, cold damage. Uh, Anon, you will heal for four, unless you're at full HP. I'm at max. Then you will get two temporary hit points for one minute. The shadow, if the shadow is at full HP, will get two temporary hit points uh, for one minute. Okay. See, Cyrus is a good guy. Yeah. yeah, he's all right. Tieflings are all right, aren't they? Yeah, they're all right. They're a little overrated, but they're all right. A uh, question for the DM real quick. Uh, possible answer for the player real quick. Here it is. Wait. I sent it to you, the question. Oh, Wait. fuck. Wait, actually, now that I think about it, I did forget one little feature. So let's see. Two, four, four. Don't wait. There's more. So, no, I take that back. So, add an extra point of damage to this thing, because it's halved, because it went okay. up to seven with my charisma modifier. Okay. So, instead of two, it's three. Uh, Anon, you will gain, uh, because you're at full, you'll gain three temporary hit points. And this will also gain three temporary hit points, because you're at max. Okay, thank you. Lara, you've been answered. I've just seen that and I accept. <laughs> wait, wait, why have I said I accept? I was the one that pitched the thing to you. Never mind. God damn it. Okay. So if Zarus' turn is over, that brings us over to the uh, the shadow that is currently in the 20 foot pit. Hold on, reaction. Cool. And then, then after that, yeah, you can go. Cool. Um, it's gonna use its full movement. Uh, it can climb out of the pit, right, Melder? I mean, if it can climb, yeah. Right. Okay. Then yeah, it's gonna it's gonna climb to the top of the twenty foot pit and then five feet out. That's about as much as it can do. Uh, over to Glon. Now, this is where I need to look at something real quick, because... Where is it? I know you've got it here, motherfucker. Oh, where is it?
Okay, that's annoying. Okay, Mr. DM? Yeah, yeah, he... I know exactly what I want to do, it's just whether or not I can... do it the way I want to. But you know what? Fuck it, we're gonna do it the reckless way. And I mean the absolute reckless way. So, Glon's gonna take one, two, three opportunity attacks as he closes the distance with Zaris. So... Ilera, roll an opportunity, roll a melee attack. Anon, roll a melee attack. Ilera, roll a melee attack for your shadow. Okay, so for the Warhammer attack, is an 8, so that's an automatic miss. For the shadow, it'll be their 8-beer that they use, and that'll be a 11, so they both miss. Anon, go ahead and roll an attack. I, I got 25. 25 hits, go ahead and roll damage. Whilst Anon is doing that, I'll go ahead and uh, go through Glon's turn. So, Zaris, it's going, Glon is going to take uh, two swings at you with his short sword. Oh, so this is going to attack me? Yes. Okay, cool. First one's a 21 to hit. Uh, yes. And second one's a 31 to hit. Um, that is 33 damage. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'll go ahead and mark that down just now then. 33. Uh, Beautiful. Um, yeah, so definitely both of them hit for okay. sure. So, I'm just going to say total damage rather than the two lots. Uh, uh, 30 points slashing damage. Uh, Glon is going to use a superiority die to turn the second attack into a... You know what? Yeah, let's make it a goading attack. When you hit with a weapon attack, you can expend one ex uh, superiority die to add uh, to the total damage roll. And the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, on a failure, the target has disadvantage on all attack rolls against targets other than you until the end of your next turn. So, Zaris, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for me. Twenty-five. Twenty-five succeeds. Uh, so you are not compelled to have disadvantage on attacks on any creature other than Glon. Sorry. Uh, so. Can't action surge. It's used movement. He's used movement. Hang on a second there, Mayhem. Nani. Was that a uh, spell or magical effect? No. No. Okay. Uh, movement action hmm 
Has he got any reactions that he can use? No. Not at the moment. He does not. So that's going to end his turn. On over to the shadow that is on the right hand side of Coldor. Uh, it's going to stare at this massive hulking ice golem and attempt to make two claw attacks at it. Natural fucking 20. Beautiful. It's going to whisper under its breath, Daddy? <laughs> There's a nat 20 on the first one and a uh, 21 on the second. So damage on the nat 20 is going to be... Uh, 12 necrotic second damage is going to be 14 so that's a total of 26 uh, that is going to bring us on over to Alara I'm green lit, yeah? You have to be touching, but yes. I know, I know. So I'm going to move right to Glom. That's going to give two opportunity attacks on Alera. So uh -huh. move right in front of Glom. So, so do your attacks for the two shadows. Uh, Victor, si sorry. 16 on the first one. 19 on the second. Both. <laughs> 24 points in necrotic damage. And total for both attacks? Uh-huh. Okay, now you've gone and pissed off the disemboweler, Mr. DM. Are you down? No, 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 okay. no. Just for roll papers, is you really pissed the disemboweler off. So, okay. okay. You've definitely greenlit this, yeah? I mean, it's a really, really nice creative plan, Alara. Just don't fuck it up with a description. <laughs> Alara doesn't attack. But she just touches Glon. Is it Glon or Glom? Glon. End for November. Glon. So she just touches Glon on the shoulder. Uh, now you guys know about Alara and what she can do. So her ring flashes. Hey, Alara. Yeah. Before you, be before you go ahead and say this. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a creative idea, I'm not going to penalize you for having not thought of the ceiling. Ah, but th th this is perfect, though. Yeah, I know. I'm, so, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna punish you. I don't you. need to worry about ceilings. <laughs> I know. I I know. But like a nasty DM would say, "Oh, you only go up thirty feet." <laughs> so anyway, the ring flashes. And both her ravens, Hugin and Mugen, fly around. And what you see is Alara plainshifts Glon and Alara. I would say, now correct me if you wouldn't allow this here, but she's activating plainshift to go about 60 feet up in the air. Okay. Now we know Alara can fly with and without wings. Uh -huh. So so Alara up in that sky, plainshifted, her and Glon, isn't just going to simply drop Glon to the ground, hopefully hitting the ceiling and falling through the floor. 
is what Lyra is going to do. That's going to be her sort of attack. It's just the dropping. So that would mean then for the, I think, I believe it's 1d6 damage for every 10 feet, I yep, believe. I'm about to roll them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, count them out with me. You've got a three and then another three, which brings it to six. And a two brings it to eight. Another two brings it to 12. Another three brings it to 15. And the final five brings it to 20. <laughs> so, Ilera, you let go of Glon and you watch as, as he free falls 60 feet from where you are in midair to the ceiling... Uh, his arms please say, through, please say falls through his arms flailing and this expression of just sheer terror painted across his face which is bleeding from the several slashing attacks that Anon has you know laced it with um, by the way he was already looking pretty fucked up at this point can I, oh, if he's already fucked up, can I add an, an, an extra little feature then? Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of doing the fucking fall damage on D&D Beyond. So, as you, as you watch him fall, he falls for about, let's say, four seconds before he smashes into the roof of this farmhouse and goes completely through it. It's another 25 feet from the ceiling to the floor, so that's another 2d6 which is another six points of damage or fall damage i want to ask would you class the drop as an attack no so technically a letter is not attacked yet no however you are 85 feet away from him mm-hmm but did i can fly have, down did you not have to use your action in order to activate your ring yes it's an action when you've got both of your your ravens to to cast plane shift. Okay, so would that completely cancel out the second of the melee attacks then? That would that would cancel out that would cancel out any further attack actions. Because you've spent your action and you've already action surged. Okay, so would you allow the bonus for the shadow? Uh Sure, I'm going to say that he... <laughs> I'm going to say... Because he's not going to land exactly where he was. I'm going to say he lands... Probably... Right on top of Zeris. Nah, right on top of the fucking table. So, would you like my shadow to move an attack? Yeah, sure. So shadow's going to go right up to him. And use their rapier. And do an attack. And then depending on... If they're... If they're if the attack rolls successful, then I can describe what I want to do. So, rapier attack would be a 22! So! <laughs> go ahead and roll your fucking damage. Uh, well, no, before, before just right before we do that damage, um, I am just want to describe the attack. So, the shadow then is going to hold the rapier backwards. So, it's going to be the rapier blade is going to be coming out where the pinky is in the hand. And the shadow is just simply going to stab in the ground, to stab, stab in his chest on that table, and the damage that that Glon takes is... One. <laughs> you wish. Five. 
So Glon takes five damage from the Shadow's Rapier. Okay. So he's looking real <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he was just dropped from above the fucking house. He's looking real fucked up. Right. Anything else you want to do with the rest of your turn, Alara? I'd like some movement to get closer so Alara can annihilate the person, but no, I don't know if that'd be allowed. So, um, you're, you're, 85, just, you're, just... you're 85 feet. You can use your movement speed to close 45 feet of that distance. Then Alara is just going to be targeting Glon straight away. So she's going to be aiming. She's going to be flying down and aiming for Glon. Okay. So you're now 40 uh, feet away. I do what I do want to say though, as she's doing that movement down, she is doing the similar thing what she did with Canaveras and Salathir fighting, and she's both hands on the rapier, ignited, and is aiming straight down like a dart going towards him. So uh, in your okay. head, you basically see this giant flying figure just go huh, 45 <laughs> feet and <laughs> then just stop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, she, I, I, even you... on the next movement turn, Ellery's going to be doing that exact thing. So. Why did you stop? That's all I could do. I've only got 45 feet of movement. <laughs> we only get six seconds. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, bottom of the initiative, the shadow to the left of Coldor, I believe, Zaris, remind me, that's the one that needs to make a saving throw? This one here. Yes, sir. Nani. There was Nani. something there was something about a saving throw. Yes. Uh you need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh gorgeous. How does a dirty twenty sound? Uh unfortunately it sounds like it will pass. Uh -huh, so you'll take you you'll take half damage regardless. Uh Pardon me. Apologies for the listeners there. It just got a little uh, noisy. I will refrain from burping in the lavish style that I grace the people in voice calls with normally when I'm in Discord. You'll take 12 points of cult. No, 12. It's technically a warlock thing, so. Is it still not halved? No, this is half. Oh, God. Okay. This is half. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, because of my artifacts feature, you will take 14 points of cold damage. Damn. That was already spicy. half. That's a spasimita ball. Um, oh, that, one's, that one's gone. Ye so is it dead? It's gone. <laughs> Okay, let me see if there's something that it does when it does. It leaves behind a floating ice crystal and now pops muffin. Mm, oh, okay, no. So something happens if if it has a grappled creature in its ice cavity, but if it drops to zero, then it, it like 
shoves it out of its chest right. and it can choose a new creature. Okay. Right. I don't think right, it I don't cool. think it was grappled. The 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 one that had to make the saving throw was grappled. It was it? The yeah, the one that was grappled had to make a saving throw. Okay. The other one is not grappled, so I now that this other one died, I can now target this one to see if I can grapple it. But okay. something will happen if if it becomes part of its ice cavity, something does happen. But it, I didn't. Ha uh, we didn't get to a point where I could actually reveal that yet. So. Oh, so, uh, hang on. You're up, my dear. I'm turning to the thing next to me, and I'm slashing it in the face. Okie dokie. That is a 19 to hit. That definitely hits. Alara, what are you doing outside? My character's in the air, so I was moving it away from the, the playing field. Uh... Alara's running away from a fight, ladies and gentlemen. She's in pause dive. <laughs> that's seven damage, unfortunately. That one also be gone. Oh, right, that's nice. Yeah. Um, and I am going to go into stealth. Beautiful. So, next on the initiative, we Good have. Not very well. <laughs> you know what? I feel lucky. I feel lucky. Do you now? Uh huh. Do you really? Shadow's gonna make a reception check, see if it can find Anon. That's a nineteen. Uh oh. So Anon try Anon tries to conceal herself in the shadows that are cast by the table and chairs. Doesn't succeed. The distance gets closed and it makes two claw attacks against Anon. So first one is a twenty one to hit. Hits. Second is a nat 20. Both hits. So... Ouch. Total damage is going to be... Thirty-four points of necrotic damage. Okay. Which brings us back over to Meldir. Elder, you've just watched as the, the shadow that you put into that pit has just crawled its way out. That's fine with me. <laughs> because because... Right, I'm trying to do the same thing again. <laughs> I am going to actually burn another seven charges to shock it with Palpatine power. Oh, Jesus. So Wait, please why did Alara go outside? Uh... Because Alara is still in the air, so if I had her in the playing field, then that would make you guys think you couldn't do an attack because Alara would be standing there. So I put Alara out of the zone until she flies back into the area. She's oh. currently paused in Peregrine Falcon Dive above the house. I'm trying to move and I'm stuck in the fucking sky. Well, that, that kind of... Well, shit. Okay. <laughs> Alright, okay. Palpatine, hit me with it. Need to make a deck save, buddy. Ah, fuck me sideways. Okay. <laughs> Do I want to know? <laughs> Fucking 20. Well, fuck, that saves, but you'll still take half. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Oh, one thing that I will say uh, for Guan is when he hit the table, he was automatically not prone. So, yeah. So that thing takes half a 35 would be 17. Uh, yeah, 17. Uh, it's still up. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay, well. In this instance, you're going to see Meldir pop out both pairs of his celestial wings. He's going to go down. And he's going to go to about right here. Okay. I'm going to activate the last charge of my Ring of Mage Burst. And I'm going to cast another Lightning Bolt. Fuck me. At this At this one? This one. Right okay. Here. That definitely fails. Ochi dochi. I'll burn another seven charges. Wait, the dex throw was for the... The dex throw was for the lightning bolt. Yeah, I thought... Okay, I could have swore you said that you were going to expend the charges, and then you said, right, I'll burn another seven charges. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, because I used the first one on this one here. Alright, so 40 damage. Uh, 40 damage. That one be gone. That's another plus 14 attempt. Fuck you! <laughs> you have a cap on that, right? No, there's no cap. Fuck you! <laughs> Sorry! Fucking make the most broken ass fucking DD character ever. I'm gonna fucking report you to Brandon Lee Mulligan. <laughs> fucking so that brings me up to 42 temporary HP. Fuck you! And I think I'll end my turn there before yeah. Mayhem has G another aneurysm. Gee, yeah, thank. Sorry, 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 you're up. Okay, so Alara kind of ruined a little bit of what I was planning to do, but that's fine. Because it was cool as fuck. Bandolera uh, needs him alive, so yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to give you a shit ton of HP, but you know that's that's fine. Uh, Zyrus, I'm going. Cyrus is looking at that, going, "Oh well, she doesn't want to be healed. That's fair." <laughs> because she's outside and I can't do anything to help her. Uh, I'll start with my bonus Look action. <laughs> Mildred just looks up and is like, you want to come down from there? Um, I'll start off with my bonus action, have Cold Door attack the shadow figure twice. It will need to make two saving throws. Uh, uh, dirty 20. Saving throws of what kind? the uh strength checks so dirty 20 to hit the first one and 18 to hit on the second one 
So they both hit, so that was a 16 for the first save and 17 for the second. I think they both pass. Let me see. Yeah, they both pass. That's fine. Uh, you'll still take full damage. Okie dokie. See if I can roll better than what I rolled last time. Oh yeah, that's much better. So first damage is... <clears throat> so in total the first hit is 30 mm -hmm. uh it was bludgeoning plus cold damage okay Twenty-six for the second one total for oh, the yeah. bludgeoning and cold damage. That one definitely be gone. Yeah. So the fir the the first attacks that he made, he rolled two ones on his cold damage. That's why it was so low. Oof. Uh. Okay. Because cold door killed it. I get another fourteen. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So that is cold doors. I'll send you back to level two, Mel dear. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that is Coldor's stuff, and then I'm gonna go with my turn for my movement and action, so. Right there. And... I guess I will just change what I was going to do and do a single target spell instead. So I will cast... Chromatic Orb at third level. Ooh. Ooh, pretty colors. <laughs> Yeah, because I was going to use a 7th level spell, but Alara kind of... Shot that plan right in the dick. Alara yeah. kind of what? What are we blaming Alara for this time? Come everything, on, let it, everything. let it flow. Everything. You get out of the air. <laughs> well, I've got to wait till my turn, Zarzar. <laughs> well, I don't know. If you get out of the air and maybe interrogated this motherfucker, you might get the information before he dies. Well, what do you right. think I was fucking? Uh, you, I'm sorry, I'm so low in the fucking turn order. That's <laughs> nah, not your fault. Right. Three, four. So it'll be five d eight points of damage if I hit. Okay. Uh oh yeah, he's fucked. That was a nat twenty. Oh okay. For a total of thirty one. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Well, I think that um, <laughs> that guy's fucked. 
we'll put it this way, it's impossible for this to kill him outright, okay? You say that. The DM, so. the DM, no, 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 it, he, you said that it was, what, 5d8? Oh, that, that's just for the chromatic org damage. I'm about to add a lot more to it. Oh, Lara, you, oh, Lara. I'm just gonna say, if I don't get the chance to interrogate him, I'm leaving the session. For good. <laughs> oh... Oh well. Oh boy. Uh, let's just. Uh, because our, for RP purposes, not to be a spoiler, but for RP purposes, it fucks up everything if you kill him. I mean, like I can do it as non-lethal damage, so, so that is a thing. Yeah. It just it just basically will knock him out, but it will be enough damage to do that. Okay. So, so I will. Okay, so let me find all the stuff that I need in order to increase the damage. Okay, so I am going to use my Demonic Fury, uh, which will... It'll be an additional one of those, and... Where? Okay. There's that, plus... Okay. So it is going to be 5d8 plus 2d6 for Demonic Fury. So the 5d8 first, and this is all cold damage. Mm -hmm. So 24 from Chromatic Orb for cold damage. Oh! Plus 10 from Demonic Fury. Okay. He's unconscious. Okay. So I'll do it as non-lethal damage, and yeah. I will knock him out using a cold spell. Uh, also, my Demonic Fury, if I can find it. DM, that shadow on the top right, is that just stuck there, or is it actually still alive? Nope, it's still alive. It just hasn't right. gotten to its turn yet. Right. Okay, so... This is one of those things that originally, had I not planned this out, would have hurt me. But now it actually does the opposite, so... The Blood Sorcerer, whenever I use uh, its abilities to deal extra damage, depending on which one I choose, which I chose the one called Focus Destruction because it was a single target, whereas Abyssal Eruption is uh, AoE. Focus Destruction would make it to where that any damage dealt to the single target is dealt to me. However, my Patreon's ability 
cancels that out and turns it into health instead because as long as i deal damage to an ally including myself with cold magic it will essentially heal me so i'm going to heal myself for the exact same amount as temporary hp for one hour uh -huh. it if i which i think you did deal damage to me you did deal damage so it's actually just going to be regular so i heal for how much was that how much did i say because i took my dice my brain my brain just disconnected there for a second and i can't remember now You did 24, then you did a 10, then I told you that he was unconscious. 34, so 34 point, I, I heal for 34. Right. So, let me add that up. I think that puts me back up to full. Uh, yes, it puts me back up to full. Okay. That is my turn, and he is unconscious. Beautiful. So, a couple of things are going to happen. Number one, we're out of the initiative order. Number two, the final shadow fades into, into nothingness. So, you're free to move. You're not restrained by movement speeds or anything. You're all free to do whatever it is that you wish to do at this point. Glon is unconscious on the table. Perfect. Perfect. So, um, Coldor, Coldor walks over to Zerus and just gives him like that happy, toothy grin. Like he did something good. Okay, the, the disemboweler flies through the hole that she chucked Glon through, or the one that Glon fell, fell through. Her rapier is still ignited and she is just... She's getting the, her shadow to stand behind Glon and just sort of sit him up. Uh -huh. Sort of like restrain him. And Alera is just pointing the knighted rapier at his face. For when he does sort of wake up and she's just sort of kicking Glon in the chest going, Oi! Oi! Just sort of like kicking him trying to wake him up. Mm-hmm. Any response or is he still completely out? Uh, it takes a couple of kicks but you eventually hear the... <laughs> As the the wind gets knocked out of his lungs and he comes back into consciousness. So the rapier, as I said, ignited and pointing directly at his face. Go on, I take it. Hey. Who wants to know? How did a fucker like you get kicked out from the coin? Let's just say. I didn't exactly believe that knowledge shouldn't be shared. And the layer's gonna go like, but well, the rapier isn't. The rapier's now going towards Glon's left side of his head. So think of like a uh, howda. I had a word. It's like sort of like her arms going round, and the ignited rapier is pointing at his left ear. But she's getting like face to face with him, mm -hmm. like like literally like a uh, fucking breath away from his face. Mm -hmm. And where the fuck is Salathir? He grins and it's 
up close this is the first time you've seen it but he has literally got maybe like three teeth in his mouth and he's just it's just this black void of a mouth and he's just staring at you eyes wide of madness he's just like <laughs> he'll be gone before you get to him You're first in the list for execution, my friend, so fucking speak up! You might as well kill me. And Alara is just staring at him with the ignite with her she, she puts the ignited rapier away and she takes the war hammer out. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Hard to say. So okay, so Lara uses the warhammer and smashes to uh, tries to pul pulverize his right leg. Okay. <laughs> she just does a full warhammer like Argh! like around like a sort of like a hammer toss. Yeah. So and then bash on the right leg. Can I attack first? Can Mildir do something real quick? Okay. Um, I want to cast command on this guy. All right. Well, we can say that you can do that after the uh, after the warhammer blow. Uh, so do it. Do it. Do a roll play, play Percy's. Do you want me to do a roll on that? No, no. I'll say that he's. I say that you automatically hit. It's not hard. It's not like he's trying to evade or anything. It's not like he can so, anyway. So can I turn the right leg into a complete pile of mush? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Melger, what's the what's the saving throw for? Wisdom save. Right, I'll say he gets dis disadvantage on it. Uh, nine. Yeah, he fails. So I'm going to cast command, and my word is answer. Okay. Duly noted. Alara, back to you. And she's going to say, Where the fuck is he? And she's going to go for his left leg with the warhammer. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Today, and I got no legs. <laughs> got no legs. I'm getting blown. So she's, she's, she's done that one, and she's like, Answer me! I have a... a so it kind of... Just my DM brain going, technically. So wouldn't the Warhammer smash on the left leg uh, cancel, cancel out the command? Man. Oh. Hang on, hang on. Well, he said answer when I did the first leg. I was about to swing for the left leg. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm asking, because if you swing on the left leg, I think it cancels out the command because that's damage in it. Well, would you have answered before I even started my swing there? Did uh, you give him enough time? I would, yes. Okay. okay. I'm not just doing that for cheating him out. I generally would have gotten him sometimes. Yeah, no, I was just asking. <laughs> I would, yeah, I was just asking because I, th I think if I remember right, command literally states that if you like deal damage to it, it like makes well, it aware that 
It says in here, you might issue a command other than the one described here. If you do so, the DM determines how the target behaves. If the target can't follow your command, the spell ends. It doesn't yeah, say anything so about damage. I'm kind of wondering, though, that if the the target can't do it because of the, the, the smash leg, if it would count, counter it out. That's up well, to the we'll DM. Just, we'll just do the time to sort of get the CV answers from... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just dead Before we take I'm too just... long, because... <laughs> Yeah. Be here all night. <laughs> he, through gritted teeth, sort of cracks his neck and looks to you and says, ah. There's two, two places he, he might be. Might isn't good enough. Where is Salathir? Like I said, there might be two. I don't fucking know. I wasn't told where he would be at all times. What was your service to him? Let's just say, I'm the first obstacle you face. I'm here to buy time. And who issued the contract? <laughs> Some fucking redhead. Real snooty bitch. I didn't like her. Their name? Didn't get one. Their rank? Didn't get one. Just the money and a task. How much? Clearly not enough. That's me saying not Alera. I know. Because <laughs> so, now I'm one of two minds. He still hasn't answered your question. I know. So where is he? Well, he could be at the abandoned chapel. Or I heard something of a a house in the noble district. And where are the other three? And by that point, Alera's talking about the... Yeah. The bounties. Well. Matthias, he operates... A warehouse. The Hellbands, I have no idea. Probably down in Nessus by now. And the nomad, well, he's exactly as his name suggests. He's a nomad. He wanders. He roams. <laughs> and the revenant, well, he's in his chapel, conducting sermons for the masses. And the deceiver's champion, the commandant? Who are fucking, they? Not a fucking clue. So, 
out of session. He's mentioned where they, where they, he's mentioned where the, yeah, the three he's hunters operate. He's mentioned, he's mentioned, he's mentioned two possible locations for Salathair, as well as the locations for all four of the bounty hunters. So we've essentially got what we needed in Alara's mind. Make an insight check. Insight wouldn't class as intelligence, would it? Does it say INT next to it? Ow, 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 ow. Uh, right, okay, so that is a 12 DM. Insights wisdom, okay. Uh twelve. You're picking up on a link. Two of the things that Galon said link up. One of the locations and the location of the revenant. He meant for both of them he mentioned the chapel. What else do I need to know? Speak! The fuck should I know? Cause I don't have a I don't have an exact order for your fucking execution. <laughs> but I will if I see fit. Go ahead. You've got nothing to gain by keeping me alive, but you gain nothing through killing me. Tell me, bitch, was it worth it? They don't call me the snitch for nothing. Was it worth it? Giving up your mortality. Your freedom. Was it worth it? You should know. Those of us in this line of work aren't guaranteed a long, long life. You don't have mm. the guts, do you? You can't bring yourself to do it. You struggle oh, DM, with it. DM, I hate you. I hate you, DM. You struggle with it. What's the matter? Not got the spine? Or the okay, DM. guts? Okay, DM, you've gone and fucking done it. You've triggered her. <laughs> you have actually fucking triggered her, so... Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't want to release them this soon. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to. I was just trying to piss you off. <laughs> okay, right, right, okay, okay. Alara's gonna go to you, Anon, and ask for your crossbow. Oh, sure. Oh, 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 oh. Absolutely. And, yes. your, and your growth dagger. Yes. Zarus, do you have any sharp objects or anything that Alara can use? Um. 
That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, the I have a knife. Kind of just a book standard knife. Yeah, it's just a regular knife. Nothing special about it. You tell me you're the the first staff. I know you have your rainbow staff, but the first staff you use does that not have like a sharp bottom? No, it's a blunt object. Mildir. Okay, he's, he's silent. I so, could oh. I, like I could create an ice shard, I guess. Um, uh, like, let me see if I have anything. Um, nope, I have nothing. Uh, yeah, I'll create an ice shard and hand it to you. Okay, so am I g before I even explain these attacks because of this state, am I gonna need to make rolls on this or can I just go with it, DM? Just and explain go with it. it. Okay. Zarus, so I take, I take uh, Anon's crossbow. I take the ice shard off Zarus. Ice shard goes into his left, uh, left thigh. Okay. So I put the I put the ice shard in, and then I take the butt of the rapier <clears throat> and bash it in. Okay. Then I take Anon's crossbow, and I shoot him in the right shoulder. Okay. And then with that arrow. I then use my, my, my butt of my hand and I push the arrow in as far as I can the shoulder. Then I take ba -ba 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 the dagger of rot and growth and stab him in the stomach. Lovely. As, as those daggers are in, I am sort of... How am I going to wear this? Right. So like like opening a door, like here's Johnny sort of oh thing. I am doing God. that with his oh, stomach. Oh, good lord. You're doing a blood but eagle, not, but on the front. But I'm not doing that yet because then I, I reload the crossbow shoot him in the right eye and the left eye those cro those those arrows in the eyes then I put the disembarrowler puts her hands in the eye sockets rip the eyes right eyes out puts the eyes then in the stomach punches in the stomach as bleeding out rips the intestines out puts it around his neck and then is with the intestines the thicker end of the intestine is dragging the 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 dying body across off the table bang Dragging across the floor like it's like you're sort of pulling a sledge. Drag, 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 drag. Then the rapier comes out, ignites, stabs it in the stomach for adding more pain, and then has the warhammer and smashes his face. I'm gonna say that he was dead the second arrow you put in his face. <laughs> oh, but, so that's what warhammer is in, smashed his face, so it's nothing, and Alera is just for the rest of the body pulverizing. Smash, smash. Over, over the over the right shoulder, bang on the floor, over the right shoulder again, bang on the floor, and it's just continuing until there's just blood. She's not banshee screaming, but she's shouting very loudly, but not banshee screaming. Again, bash, bash, bash. And okay. you've seen Nalera pissed off and angry. You've seen her doing like a diet, a really diet version of like, I guess, some dark toe in front of the Dark King. But because Alera fully accepts the disembarrowler, there's no bars and she is just going and going and going and then... She has left one thing though. She's left his right hand free. And she takes a bag out, or whatever she would use for a bag, puts her right hand in it, closes the bag. Now, the connection I made, can I recontact them back freely? The one I got when I was when we're leaving the funeral. 
The barman? Yes. Uh, or does sure. he have to make contact with me? Okay, uh, I make contact with him. Yeah. I make a roll. Uh, let's say roll a d20. It's a sweet d20, okay. That's an 11. It should send a message anyway, so I don't know if I'd be allowed to do that with an 11. Yeah. It's it, done. It, He's dead. I have proof. Well, bring it on by when you get a chance. I hope you got what you were looking for. Also, when the nomad's down, I seek counsel with, 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 uh, ah, uh, same. Name us, name us, name us, name. Who are you trying Imperat, to? the highest one, the guy at the very, very top. Ah, the Autumn Imperator. Imperator, yeah, so like I say, I also seek, once Nomad is dead, an audience with Imperator. You got some nerve, I'll tell you that. I hate to disappoint. Nobody meets the Autumn Imperator. Hell, nobody knows where they are. Then, put, then let his Harbingers know that the Disembarrowler wishes to suggest something of great value to them. They know where I am. So I'll link them the books. You know how it can you know they know how to contact me. Just pass the message on, Barkeep. And then Alera's gonna drop the connection. Okay. And Alera has just seen this dead mangled body. She's not going to say anything to Meldira, Anon, or Zaris, but she is just going to stand up. Posture check herself. She's not shifting back to her Camelera. She's still the Disembarrowler. And she is just proceeding. Well, the shadow sort of... Alera goes out the door, just by herself. Where's my actual token? Where's my actual person here? Because I can't see them on the map. Um, uh... Alera has just left the building anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, or she's walking out of the building. And the shadow is looking towards uh, Alera as she's leaving. Puts her hand out like like Nathan Fillion with the atten atten kind of action. Yeah. And so the, the shadow's doing that to Alera. Oh, sorry, it's doing that to the Alert, And then the shadow's hand just goes down and the shadow's head just goes down. And in the sense of, like, you've seen that action from Alera. So in a way, it would probably look like they've swapped places. With the sort of, in the sort of emotional status, so mm -hmm. once the once the shadow's done that action, the shadow's head goes down. The shadow just reconnects with the disembarrowler, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, you um, I, I, yeah. I don't know the others want to react to that, but yeah, that's that's that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we give you guys two weeks? For those that have just witnessed that. To have a think about how their characters react. And that's where we're going to end up for this session of Duckies and Dargons. The first hunt has been concluded. I will say that canonically, the in-game time is somewhere in the early evening. So we are closing in on there being only four days left in order to hunt down Salathir. And, well, possibly apprehend him and bring him to justice. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Duckies and Dargons. Greatly appreciate your support as always. Please remember that there will be no episode next week because Anon and I have a family event to go to. Uh, but we will be back the week after with some more shenanigans. And we will see which of the remaining targets that our uh, heroes decide to track down next. Will it be the Revenant? Will it be the Hellbent? Will they run into the Nomad? Or will they run into Nala Quarta? We'll find out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much once again for your support. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, but above all else... Play a game of whack-a-mole. Cold door. Cold <laughs> door. <laughs>